0: What's happened and welcome back to Anu, the Artist Talk podcast With here on the Giant Contra Robot podcast channel. Um, you can catch Artist Talk and the Giant Contra Robot show on Spotify and SoundCloud. New episodes every Monday. Um, Artist Talk will take our review slot, which will be every Wednesday. Um, this episode is now labeled the social distancing series of Artist Talk. Um... If you have not listened to Artist Talk, we have all our episodes lined up for you all to listen to on SoundCloud. Um, I am still working on a different logo for it. So if you go on Spotify, you're just going to have to cipher, um, sift through it. I'm, I'm sorry. It, it is what it is. Um, but our guest today is a good friend. She's she's cool people. I mean, like, like what, what can I say? She's cool people. We have Lauren Lynette. What's up, Lauren?
1: hey what's going on desi thanks for having me
0: it's no problem thank you well actually thank you for coming on we actually been planning this since last year though
1: yeah (laughs) our schedules finally lined up with quarantine huh
0: oh yeah quarantine just made it made it available for everyone (laughs) um and it was mainly like the last time we was going to do this was it was the unfortunate was literally before the pandemic we had everything set and it was going to promote not only your show with your um, with your co-curator. Um, curator, and then all of a sudden, when the lockdown hit, everything got canceled.
1: Um, yeah.
0: So that would be my first question. Like, you, how does it, like, as an artist, and then now you was going to curate your own show. How is that? Like, we already know you're disappointed. Because, I mean, like, it's going to be a minute before you get a chance <laughs> to do that. But as an artist, how is yeah. how is this pandemic helping you create?
1: Um, it's definitely, you know, we have so much more time being at home, not being able to be out. Mm-hmm. So this pandemic has kind of, like, forced me to have time and make the time to make my work. And it's like, if I don't do it, it's kind of just staring at me, you know? Yeah. I can't make the excuse that I'm busy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? It's yeah, not like we're true. doing
0: much. That is true. So if
1: I don't paint, it's on me, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I know at the, um, when you're in the art department or in the studio, you have that luxury of being with other artists, um, just shooting the shit, just chilling. You know, you can talk and paint and just work on your stuff at the same time. But now that you're not in that environment, you see that affecting you, how the way you work?
1: Oh, definitely. It's just like um, just having the space, you know, mm-hmm. and being able to... Just talk with friends, because like you said, I feel like our, you know, our art department, a lot of people were really close, you know, yeah. like everyone helps each other out with their work. Everyone kind of comments like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do this, like yeah. no one holds back their critiques, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it definitely, I feel like some, well, at least for myself, I feel like I need to be kind of in a mood okay. to paint and to paint well. And definitely like not having those same energies around me and kind of just working by myself. It's. It's different. I, I do miss, like, just painting with my friends and being able to get out of my room, you know? Not having to just paint in my room, but having the easels and, like, the extra paints that Devin would get for us for our class, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just less resources, really.
0: Yeah, less less resources, the convenience of everything being there. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. Mm-hmm. Um, i say I'm kind of different because I've always been able to work on my own. I, I, and that and that always been a problem with art um, professors I always ha- ever had. There's like mm-hmm. we see you, the work is being done, but we don't see you actually working. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So it's always like, okay, you want me to actually work? I'm not gonna do anything at home. I'll come on campus and do everything, and then any touch-ups I'll do it at home. That's how. That's always. Um, yeah. That's always been me, and I and I guess that's always been a problem. With the, since this is not part of the Domingo Sales podcast, um, um, thing, we can talk as much shit as we want. Just to give you, just to give you a heads up. <laughs> oh, we, can, we we can. <laughs> you
1: should have um, told me that in the beginning.
0: <laughs> but there is a heads up. There is the eventuality they may hear this down the road. No, so,
1: I'm good. No one's coming after me. I'm safe.
0: <laughs> well, I know for me, um, I actually know actually I've been the bridge. That bridge been burned when I said, um, actually I wouldn't mind teaching at Dominguez Hills so I can cause a little bit of anarchy they nipped that shit in the bud as soon as that came out of my mouth I was like okay I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay let me I'm not, I'll am i try to watch what I say then yeah I'll, I'll be on guard a little
0: because I mean, you can you admit um like for as long as we've been in school well I know I've been in longer but they're the way how now the Minus the pandemic, before pre-pandemic, you can actually we can say the way how teaching is, it's not indicative of how students need to be taught today. Because um, I guess I see with you, Dima, um, Brianna, and those who have been pa- on past episodes of this um, series, are now more interdisciplinary than just having a singular focus. Yeah, like, definitely. Um, like, I see Dima doing sculpture and painting. You have Santos who's painting and photography. Um, you yourself, you doing psychology and you're doing art while you're also um, being more socially conscious with what the world is going on today. And that was what as artists need, we need to be. Now, as a student, do you want to see more of an interdisciplinary style being put into the, um, the art department at Dominguez?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I think just having kind of like those different outlets, it just, it changes everything and it, it allows people to make, I think it allows people to make better work, you know, like the more, the more diff or how do I say it? Like people have these different focuses, but it's all creativeness, you know, and I'm sure in one way or another, it gets applied, you know, even how you mentioned with like Dima across how she does art, it applies to so much more than her art, you know, like, She's showing parts of herself, parts of her life. Oh, we wouldn't know, but it's because she has these interdisciplinaries yeah. that we see it, and that's with all artists. I think that makes how what's the word more well-rounded. Yeah. It makes the artist. Yeah.
0: Um, would you say Humena's Humana Sarno's teaching style is indicative of that? Because I think we was like in one class together um, with Humena because she is technically, if you can. Cause, she is an interdisciplinary arts because she does sculpture and she uses sound as an art.
1: Yes.
0: So she definitely, you know what?
1: Actually, I feel like after taking because I had Jimena for sculpture, mm-hmm. she definitely like um, broadened my horizon of what art can be and what can be included in art. You know, because yeah. like I would have never thought that like if I like say I did a painting about Black Lives Matter and then I had like the sounds of. People marching and stuff. And actually, now that I think about it, that was kind of... Or that was what Alan Nakagawa did, you know?
0: Yep. yep. And
1: his with, like, sounds and everything. But, yep. so, yeah, we got some good people at CSUDH, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there's some who has... Uh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on that one. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll keep my mouth shut on that one. I, I, I don't want to... Normally, on, on, our normal, on, my, on the Giant Contraband show... I normally bitch about everything, but there's a reason why I'm bitching. Like, we need to change the formula. We don't need to, like, regurgitate everything the same, the same old, same old. And then when you see the the way how things are being taught, and then I remember having a, I wouldn't say it's an argument, but I did throw a bitch fit to Devin Suno, who was a past guest on here. I'm like, it makes no sense why these fucking schools wants to, like, oh, you have to have a singular focus. No one who is a student artist of today has a singular focus. No one wants to be a singular focus artist. I was like, why do I want to give extra money to a fucking school that's not going to teach me to be a sculptor, sculptor and a painter? He was like, do you need to figure? Out? I was like, yeah, we'll figure the fuck out. <laughs> the only time I said, meet- the only time I ever snapped on a professor.
1: Oh, Devin. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing. You you I can do that with Devin. I can't do that with Jim because it looks like Jim may cry. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'm calling it like it is. And I'm not going to do that with Humana because Humana is, um, she listens. She gives you a list of different schools that will probably gel, that you can gel with.
1: That's true. She'll, she's going to give you the answers right then. Yeah. The resolutions.
0: <laughs> or she'll give you the question to make you look for the answers. And you, when you get frustrated, you're going to be like, Oh, why does she do this? But you get but is it like everyone has a specific <laughs> reason. Um something I wanted to know, did you start when did you know you wanted to go into art? Did you start off with psychology first and oh, then it was like Oh see, my goodness. Or did you took an art class as an elective like most people do and realize, Oh, you're actually good at this. So let me make this a major.
1: So, actually, it's a funny story because when I was little, right, Mm -hmm. I always said, like, I want want to be an art teacher. Like, I want to be an art teacher. I want to be an art teacher. But as I got older, I feel like I found out that I was really good in math and science. And so, like, you know, my family was like, okay, yeah, like, she's going to be, like, a a doctor. Like, she's going to make money. Like, she's going to be good, right? Right. So I started at Dominguez as a, um, I don't even remember the name, a cellular biology major. And one day I, like had my little uh, a little self-awakening moment. And I was like, you know what? I need to do what I want. Like, I don't want to be paying this money, mm-hmm. trying to get a major that's going to make my family happy. I ended up taking that drawing one class with um, Daniela Campins. Mm-hmm. And then after I started like talking to her, um, Devin actually brought it up one day like, oh, well, why don't you minor? And then when I did that, I actually ended up changing my major to psychology and then minoring in um, studio art. I was like, I changed it to psychology because I feel like I'm very good with people. I know how to talk to people, you know. Yeah. And just the two kind of balanced out. But yeah, I definitely um, didn't start off as an art major. I had to take that leap by myself because of my family. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I'm very happy with the choices that I made
1: and so, the art that I make now.
0: That that is that is actually interesting because you're the now you're the second person because the first is Brianna. She started as an accounting major and took to what? Yeah. Bree? yep, she was gonna go into an accounting, but she took ceramics. This was my first semester there, and Brianna was in my ceramics class. She says she got more into art when she took ceramics. So she switched her major to be focused um as an art to be to focus on uh, um, an art.
1: literally and changing changing my major, literally weight, like it lifted so much weight <clears throat> off my shoulders cause I was, I was like, oh my God, like okay, now I want to go to school. Now I want to take all these classes, like, I'm getting A's, but I'm getting A's in the stuff that I want to do. You know?
0: Yeah, that see, at least you're doing something that you love. Exactly. Um, now we're going go to go into the subject of parents. Hmm. Now that you had an awakening of know what you, what you wanted to do, how does your family felt about that?
1: Okay, so with my mom, at least my mom's very, she's very much. Like, you do what you got to do to be happy, like chase your dreams, like you only got one life, like don't worry about anyone else. But I still feel like I was still like nervous to tell her because it was almost like her and I had a game plan, like, okay, you're going to graduate from science. You're going to apply this. You can go to this uh, career, this career, you know. Mm -hmm. It was like something that we had talked about since we started talking about me going to college anyway in high school. And when I started telling her um, that like, oh, like, yeah, I switched my minor. And, like, my major, it was so funny because she was like, I knew you were going to do that as soon as you took that art class because she would always talk about how much happier I was or how excited I was to be like, yeah, Mom, like, I did this sphere today. Like, I shaded it perfectly. Like, I got the light source. I got the light dot, you know? Like, I would be excited. So with that, she was very, like, I think she was proud of me for making, like, a a huge life decision for myself. Yeah. But then, you know, men in my family were like, what are you going to do with that? How are you going to make money? And even now, like my uncles and my grandpa, they'll be like, yeah, you're graduating <laughs> with your major or minor, but they're like, you still have all those math courses you took, right? Like you can still get credit for those science courses. And I'm like, why would those matter? Like, I'm I'm not going to need it for my career, you know? Yeah. So for them, it's definitely like, um, I think for them, it comes out of a place like they want to make sure that I'm financially good so I don't have to like depend on anyone. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that they're the most um, supportive. Like to them, art and like painting is like a hobby. Like it's like, okay, you're, you paint on the side, but what are you going to do? You know, like it's yeah. like, oh, that's your thing, but what are you really going to do? I'm like, no, like I'm really about to do this. Like watch me. Please, like watch me rise. You know?
0: Yeah. I, I definitely know because, uh, well, my mom was dip, was was more similar to your 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 father and the men in your family, because um, I'm the oldest. So for me, it was more like you need to pick up a trade, you need to do something that's going to make you money. Um, and the women of the family outnumber us men, so I was already taught don't depend on nobody, and you should not, and no woman should be dependent on you because we be are self sufficient. I was like, I'm I'm yeah. learning all this i was like all right (laughs) let's go but it was more like i was pushed to not do art like i can make um those action figures out of pipe cleaners that i've shown. like it was like oh you can do that as a hobby just you have to have a job so like when i said i can i can do screen printing it was like all right you can go into making t-shirts or have a company i can um do library science i did every trade to appease my family it was like and I hate to say it, it wasn't until after both my parents passed that I was like, all right, now I can do what I want to do. I don't have to have the second voice in the back of my head to be like, no. When I started doing art, I was like, I'm free.
1: Isn't that just the best feeling, though? Yeah. Like being able to really do what you love. and like They, like, they, they talk about passion and stuff, but especially with art, because it's like either you do it or you don't. Yes. That passion is so important. it's so important like i literally can hear Devin like in the back of my head like if you don't do it like you have to force yourself you have to force yourself to make time for your art and it's crazy because that's like the thing that i'm sure people use art like myself like i use art as an outlet when i'm upset when i'm sad you know like i'm like okay what am i gonna paint like how am i gonna get these emotions out you know and it's like you gotta force yourself to do it still you yep, got
0: to do it actually that was going to be my my next question like what was your your motivation to actually work because uh i noticed my time there and meet with other artists everybody is different on how they approach it like you it's emotion-based like i need to work on something to get my mind going for me i know for me play if i'm playing a video game if there's something in the game that sparks my creativity i know i'm going to Either wait till I'm done playing the game because there's something else is gonna come up, or like I'm always and most of the professors hate that I'm always planning in my head like I'm doing several different paintings in my head, and whatever like sticks I'm gonna try to work on that. So like that's like I I know that's my thought process. Like if I'm sitting in like in the studio with everyone, like if I'm sitting talking with you in the studio, I can comprehend. I can never say this fucking word. I can, <laughs> I can, I can, all right, I, to give an example, I can talk to you, but also think about the next project or the current project I'm, con- and what I'm going to be doing. That, that, that's type yeah. of thing like, I can, <laughs> I can go two months without working on anything. And then mm-hmm. when I know I'm ready, I will work on it. Yeah. But you can't do that. I know. It's like
1: you got, you got 10 ideas just sitting in your head on the shelf, just waiting for you to get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm a I'm a like I'm a slow artist. I know that. I but when you get me into a like when I'm in that mode, oh, I can probably do like multiple projects at once. And that's me. But um, definitely um, for your No st- yeah for sure. But your style though, I would say everyone's style is very unique. You like when seeing all your pieces, um, especially the last well not this current semester cuz I couldn't see nobody's shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but last, we'll say all 2019, all through 2019 mm-hmm. senior pieces. I would say it's more like sci-fi meets like a normal normal Norman Rockwell painting. But it's your it's your style though. Well, I'll take that. All right. Yeah, definitely but i want you to explain your style instead of me as the man i rather instead of explaining it i'd rather have you explain your pieces because i mean come on us men need to shut the oh, fuck up sure.
1: <laughs> i'm glad someone said it but um <laughs> what my art um, it's crazy you asked me this, because i was thinking about this and i was like, okay like what makes my art me because like oh like at least my friends like off the top of my head I can think about like Jim, Jenny and Zayo and like Costa and them. Yeah. Like they say that the way that I paint and I apply paint is like the style, you know? But yeah. so they can tell like that's my work. But I feel like I definitely stick to a um a certain color palette mm-hmm. with my paintings. And with my paintings I'd say that it's all a part of a process. Like all of my paintings are from either a certain emotion and a lot of my paintings come from like um pieces of pieces of like poetry like i might process it first by like writing something down you know mm-hmm. i'm just like okay what is this what are these words like what image does this take in my head and like it it is just whatever it comes out and it's so funny that you said sci-fi because now that i'm like looking at all my work that i have hung up in my room that's definitely the vibe that i get <laughs> it definitely has like that sci-fi ish tone to it
0: but the majority of your pieces are based off poems and um poems though right
1: yes actually i would say yeah i'll say majority
0: okay yeah and I, and i definitely agree with zl because when you if we are if we if we were just in the studio right now we everyone put their pieces up you can tell whose is who and she's right based on how they approach they work so like, exactly i can mm-hmm. definitely like without you saying it i can point out your pieces i can point out now, like, Kaylee, who I'm going to have on soon, like, I don't know her as much as I know you. Mm-hmm. So, but I know what her pieces, like, what her pieces look like and the color palette that she normally uses. Um, yeah. So, I think it's, the like you said, we're a small community. We're there for one another. We can pick up another person's, like, piece right off the bat. Um, is there an approach that... N- since we're unfortunately not in um, schooling anymore, well, I graduated and you still in school. Um, sorry to put you on <laughs> the bus like that, but um, <laughs> is there a, an approach that you wanted to attempt, but because of the pandemic that you, now you can't, You really you have to try to do it on your own instead of having that guidance?
1: Actually, you know what? I feel like me kind of being by myself and me having to be my own critic, mm-hmm. I, I feel like It's kind of, I don't want to say that I'm harder on myself, but I'm like, nah, I can do that better. Or, you know, like, nah, like, I I know I can do better than that. Like, let me try to redo this. But I feel like it's almost um, relieving that I'm, like, not painting for other people to really critique me, even though, you know, I'll take a critique here and there. Mm -hmm. But I like being able to notice the progress I'm making in myself with painting and just how much better I think my paintings awesome. are starting to come out, you know? Like I feel like now the more that I go, I'm
0: starting to find like
1: my little signature or my style of painting more.
0: Okay. Um do you still reach out um for outside help like do you ask Dima to look at your pieces to be like what is Yeah, I feels? mean.
1: Yeah, you know, me me and the girls have our little group chat so we're like <laughs> we'll send each other, you know, for not talking shit, we'll send each other <laughs> our artwork <laughs> and we're like okay, like how does this look and stuff and honestly having that little community especially because you know arts a part of this like some people aren't always comfortable with like showing their art or being open being like actually like i need help with this like tell me how to do this you know so i think having that safe space for our art it helps a lot i
0: definitely get that because i have a p i have i was supposed to finish this a long time ago i had a piece where i wanted to draw i wanted to um i already painted the outside piece i wanted the centerpiece to be a woman um and and i went i didn't ask you because i was like, but i did ask every other woman and it, the end question is dang
1: bro you didn't ask
0: I, me i was going to ask you <laughs> i'm I have still haven't done i haven't finished yet was the always the end question is this is not normally Colors is is my thing. but What emotion? What is the emotion I'm invoking by having a woman that has no head? Is like, what is that? What am I trying to invoke? And I'm like, fuck, that you are right. This is like I'm going into a territory that I don't, a subject matter that I don't, that I never talk about, because I'm always talking about what men needs to do, and now I'm like all of a sudden I like I'm stumble into something like a subject matter that i feel i should not be talking about um but i have this texture paint that i was going to do over the woman's body that like it was cracking so like I, i was so like in my head i was thinking of like the cracking stands for like like there was two borders like that's her shield but it's cracking because the outside world is, is like corrupting and deteriorating the woman within. That makes any sense? I, I, to me, I'm like, this don't make no sense. I keep repeating it. it don't make deep, sense. dusty? I don't know. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm mansplaining. I'm mansplaining shit that I don't know. That's why I'm always. And I, when I get a chance, in, maybe off air, I will actually. Because I'm like this. <laughs> because. Because. As artists, like we, I don't have that benefit now. Especially, don't have that benefit until the eventually, uh, I if I go to grad school. I mean, the eventuality of it, I can act, I can openly, no uh, perform, ask questions, but I have to rely, like, on here, speaking with you, or speaking with other artists online, about getting together, talking, like, let's, let's see what we can do to help me, and like you said, you have a group chat. Um, we everyone's supporting one another. Um, do you see, now that we're in this era where now technology is now more important than ever? You see this. Um, let's say you can technically you have your own arts collective. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Do you see this being the now normative as we go forward?
1: What do you mean, like having like groups of people with yeah. their art, yeah, like a like, collective?
0: I was. I know this. A, that was a weird question. Um, (laughs) Alright, let's say School's back in The collective's trying Mm -hmm. to get back Trying to get back Doing what the collective used to do But because of the pandemic You have your own collective Like Do you feel Mm -hmm. like you don't need Other students Or other student artists Coming in to like Break through To like speak on something that You had the Basically the whole entire year with your with your 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 now your collective speaking on things that you all are now emotionally tied together if that makes any form of sense I'm trying to I'm trying to be deep <laughs>
1: <laughs> like okay so you're asking me if like if we already got if I already got close with these group of girls in this collective mm-hmm. and then we go back to school and there's this collective yeah. like am I going to want to like be in it yeah or yeah I mean oh my goodness, I don't want to say anything. But I feel like I don't know like you're in,
0: you're in a safe space. Remember, you're in a safe okay. space. If they complain if they, like, if they complain, direct them to me and I'll correct them.
1: Period. I hope everyone heard that. Um <laughs> I feel like honestly, like okay, so let's we have our collective at school, right? Yeah. Like I feel like that arts collective is just like right it's like a a general almost like it just it covers everything right but it's like me being in my own art collective like with my girls Mm -hmm. it's like we're kind of painting about the same problems like we're trying to promote the same kind of messages with our art Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's like almost like i found more of a a niche or a niche with these girls Mm -hmm. so it's like of course like i wouldn't mind to be a part of a bigger arts collective but it like when it comes to like who i want to show my work with and like the type of energy and the messages that i'm trying to put out i feel like i would be more inclined to stick with my people then you know like i would i would be cool with the the group but at the end of the day it's like i have my people the people that i at least respect
0: in art you know yeah uh um, if
1: that makes if that makes any type of sense
0: that makes more sense than what i was trying to say i would say that <laughs> <laughs> um for this semester going in um that started what well, like a week ago? Did it? Like a week ago? When you not when you, when yeah, you graduate a week ago. You, it totally it told us like goes over your head. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. i
1: really it's it was syllabus week, so your girl only went to like three classes, but it's all good.
0: <laughs> oh <Lord. laughs> Oh man. You know what? I I legit um they say when they sent me the uh, alumni thing, they say stay current with your, CS- your CSU account. I'm like, for what? I, 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 that's the first thing I said. <laughs> for what? I said, if you are not ASI or KDHR, I don't need you in my email list. All right.
1: You know what? Shout out ASI. I love them. They're all great.
0: Um, That, that was another thing I was going to ask. Um, I remember... Oh my God, she's gonna be mad if I forgot. I totally forgot her name because she was the she was originally the president of the arts collective. I want to say Itzel. Itzel. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Itzel. She was the president. That's my girl. Um, and I think she recently graduated as well.
1: She did. She's doing so well. She's already in her graduate program. Good for her.
0: Uh, See, women are more focused than us men. Yeah, I I always Mm -hmm. said that. I'm, I said, I said cool. I'll wait a year to go to grad school and I already know people are going to grad school now
1: I might wait two years so don't feel too bad it's all good
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> that's life true but I always felt like women has their shit together more than us men like there will be like you have like, well I
1: mean yeah of course
0: <laughs> because like, like we don't have to get too deep but I you probably do have like a a set schedule like alright I know in two years where I'm going to be as opposed to me I'm like shit man I'm like I need money <laughs> like I'll probably go to grad school just for the money
1: I mean you know to to an extent yeah, yeah I mean like to an extent like I know like I know certain milestones and goals that I want to hit before mm-hmm. I turn like a certain age yeah. but I feel like no matter how much someone plans like we're really just all out here trying to figure it out yeah like it's it's not scheduled. It's not planned. Like, you just, whatever happens, happens, and whatever doesn't, doesn't. But, yep. yeah. I, yeah, you know, women are ahead of the game. I'll yeah. definitely say
0: that. Because um, I learned from my, um, my other grandmother, it doesn't matter how old you are is how how far you can take it. So, pretty much, I said I do not want to be 40 years old going for my, uh, my bachelor's. I got it before I turned 40. And I I know if she was still here, she said, don't get hung up on your age on trying to go for your bachelor's. Just do it. So what? You're going to be the oldest person in the classroom. She, before she passed, she finally became an RN. So I was like, okay. What? Yeah. It took her. Grandma? Not my my grandmother, who's like the unofficial cheerleader of the art department. (laughs) Uh, my other grandmother, nobody hasn't met. She uh-huh. pa- she passed this. Um, my grandmother Cynthia passed away in two, a, literally a year after my mother. Damn. She we me and her talked. She said, "Do not spend the majority of your time at trade school trying to appease your mother and father." I was like, "Yes, ma'am." So, even though it took a minute to get out of trade school, because you know how community colleges. Have you, have you been to community college?
1: No, I went straight to Dominguez that, right out uh, of high school.
0: And you know what? I say you're better for it. And but there's like I've sat there with students, and I can tell some of them are not ready to be in a university setting. And there are some who are like, Oh, busy. I,
1: I definitely wasn't. I failed. Like I remember they mailed home mm-hmm. like the um, the letter saying that what's that academic probation and like i when i tell you that my mom was waiting for me she was like yeah you you got something in the mail i was like oh okay she already opened it you know moms open your mail all the time yeah man yeah i got my act together real quick but that first semester (laughs) i failed it was it was hard that transition
0: okay all right so well for you we'll just say for you Cause I, I cause there there was two students in the art department. I was like, I think you want to go to El Camino. They they're real tight with me cause, For they, real. cause they was save like, some money. Like you can tell that they was not keeping up with any of the projects. Like yeah, um, they did not know any of the t- like. If Devin says a painting term. I'll probably forget the name of the term, but I know what he's talking about, and I can go right into doing it. Yeah, same. <laughs> like Devin's like, you need to know the terms and the lingos. I was like, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let me be, <laughs> 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 like, because like, um, even Humana, they gave me like books and stuff. I'm like, I'm not gonna remember this shit. Right? I was like, I'm already, I'm as close to Devin and Humana's age already. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, and I know if I do eventually become a professor, I'm gonna do to, to my students what I've been doing to Devin and humana uh, Look, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna tell y'all how to do this stuff, but I'm not giving y'all the the definition. There's probably other professors who can give you the definition, not me. Let me see how you work. The work. Let, let me see how you work. Let me see your, <laughs> exactly. Let me see your emotion. Like, how can you? And that would be the question. Um, this next question now that we're because of trump we're now socially aware not only because of trump all these racist ass fuckers out here and homophobes and um um, misogynistic assholes do you see your work now being changed um in terms of like what's what's going on now? you know what
1: you know what a hundred percent because like so you know because this i'm tired of seeing black people get slaughtered i'm tired of people using hashtags i'm tired of pressing on people's stories and people are reposting black people getting shot Mm -hmm. like it's like a trauma honestly and like all the emotions that i have like high key a lot of the um ideas that i've been having for painting it's political now because it's like i like i can't avoid this shit like it's, in my head, 24-7, like, I might as well make some cool-ass work over it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely, um, it's definitely, like, taking a toll on me. And even, like you said, like, these people are coming out as, like, homophobic and racist. And it's just, like, mind your damn business. Like, worry about yourself. Like, how, how hard is that? People really be out here thinking that just because Joe's with Joe, it's going to end the world. Like, you go sit down. That's how I feel like these crazy people that are coming out the woodworks and it's so many of them and it's like, all I can do is stay home and make art because I don't want to get caught up in anything else, you know? Yeah. That's Um, how it feels.
0: And then the piggyback question on that, won't you post your work more online?
1: I go through like this weird dilemma and I'm sure most people do, but or not most people, but I feel like sometimes like I don't want to post my work because I'm like, I don't know if it's, like, good enough or I don't know if I can call myself, like, an artist because I'm, like, I'm a psychology major. Like, you know, like, sometimes I don't feel like I, like, my work's, like, good enough. But I know it is. But it's just, like, that that voice in the back of my head. But, yeah, a lot of people are telling me to post my work and even i got my first offer for one of my paintings and it's like the painting that everyone likes the one with the mountain and like the sun but i'm like i can't i can't get rid of it like i want it it's mine i have i feel like i have too much of a personal connection to my art but i can't keep everything so
0: yeah well that is true you can't not you can't keep everything i learned that right off the bat um i took um gila's uh mural class
1: oh i miss gila <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I thought we get to keep our murals. She's laying now and is going to the um, university um, archives. I was like, What? I, I was like, Wait, what?
1: Because it's so personal.
0: She was like, Yeah, she's like, and she's straight up said, She was like, You have to start learning that everything you make is what you're going to keep. And I was like, Damn, that's deep. I was like, Fuck, and we, that's when Gila because of Gila, I started experimenting more with colors. Like I had to prove the Gila, like I yeah, know I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to colors. Yeah, like she's another one who who challenges you, and she has a wealth of stories. That that's definitely what I miss I miss. Like it's Gila hearing Gila's stories, either it's from the 70s or the 80s. Like she has a story <laughs> from those era, and I'm like yeah she more likely. i never got the accent she more likely probably met andy warhol oh i believe it 100 like, like i was like that is a missed opportunity to ask her. did you meet andy warhol
1: she would probably just be like yeah like it was nothing like oh yeah of course yeah. you know like, yeah i knew andy
0: <laughs> she's probably living an extravagant life that we just don't know about
1: oh no we definitely know about it she is living living in a extravagant wonderland have you she's just like i never even had her for a teacher mm-hmm. but just i would just talk to her about like work and stuff mm-hmm. and she's always dropping like little jewels and stuff you know Yeah. like but yeah yep. shout out to gila
0: no, Yeah, definitely um but now to me motivate you you need to post your stuff online because you have good shit
1: <laughs> thank you so much desi i appreciate that but i will i definitely will i'm about to be on my a game just watch you know what? Also, I've been wanting to work on a zine. You know? Dude. we gotta spread out, like we were saying earlier, we gotta have different uh, outlets and stuff.
0: Yeah, because... New I, projects. I know, because I have this... Well, I was forced to do this, and then I took... Yeah, it. kudos
1: to you for this uh, podcast. That's awesome that you have this.
0: I know, because I, I do want to do a zine, but I feel like doing the artist talk is a zine, because we're just we just sitting here talking talking random stuff and it's still on track with art but the listeners get to listen to listen to know and get to know more about us as artists and as individuals and especially us being people of color because i think that that was the main to that that was the main focus minus andrea Stagg. um i wanted to highlight more artists of color and especially women as well because i'm like there will there will always be something for us men, but I don't see enough for women, or especially those who identify as LGBT. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I think it's time. Like, as someone who like I tell them like I'm straight, I don't give a fuck. Let's um, I'm comfortable with myself if I wanna if I do an episode, if I feel Girl, like- you're
1: you're secure enough in your masculinity.
0: Yeah, like I want to do an episode where I'm not the host. I'd rather have someone who identifies as LGBT to interview another person who's LGBT. Because I think it's more indicative of. That'd be really dope. Or if I'm on the episode, I will ask questions like, I know enough, but not enough to be like, I can school somebody else. So I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll be like, no, that'd be me, once again, mansplaining. I'll probably sit there, shut up, listen inject when i when i feel is appropriate honestly
1: i feel like even the fact that you can recognize that you know with that conversation you it would be you just giving someone the platform and kind of taking a seat back
0: yeah
1: i think that's great because i don't even think people realize that sometimes it has to be done like there's some conversations where you might not be invited to the table because you can't relate but you can still listen in you know yeah Like, like you said, like you would have someone, a part of the LGBTQ community, interview someone else. That's really important.
0: And I'm still working on that. That is, because not everyone, and I get, and I get, we're living in a society you can't inherently trust everybody. And you can just, and you can just easily Google search them or throw up their um, IG or Facebook page and see what they're about. Like, I tell people, go ahead, this is, here's my social media. I'm very vocal. I got my Facebook deactivated twice for being vocal. You still got Facebook, see <laughs> You still got Facebook? Technically, that was the first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, that was the, through high school. It was like instant messenger. When I was like senior year, MySpace. Damn. So I didn't start using. When did you
1: When did you graduate high school?
0: Two thousand four. Oh. Yeah. I'm not old. <laughs> um, Dang. I didn't start using... Let me, let me stop. <laughs> I didn't start using social media until I was about 25. So, and okay, by that point, MySpace was already over. Facebook started, I'm um, like, was like rising up. So, yeah, I, technically, 10 years. Mm-hmm. I was like, for 10 years, I, I st- like, I'm still, I'm still learning about social media. Like, when Instagram became a thing, I'm like, I felt old as fuck because I didn't know what the hell to do on that shit. And yeah, I meet Devin and I meet everybody in the I, other party yeah. and they have that shit down packed. I'm like, I'm just taking notes. Everybody just picking. I'm just like, all right, I do this, this. I Legit, in my sketchbook, I have notes on how to use Instagram. So, well, at least you know. Yeah, at least I know now. <laughs> <laughs> but, what I was going to say is, I know when you get to your senior year, you're going to be asked to have an artist account. So, which means you're going to have to have a second account. I'm telling you this now. And then, this is especially for any future artist that's listening to this. You need to separate your artist account from your personal account because uh, uh, on the
1: on the lowest of keys, I do have an art account. I just don't post anything on it.
0: What the hell, then? Post, <laughs> post your shit. <laughs> Was too no i
1: definitely will no i definitely will
0: Cause, cause I'm like, i have to because was i work. literally
1: i've been staring at this painting that' I've, i don't think you saw this one but it's literally like a um it's this crocodile painting right mm-hmm. i was like okay i'm gonna hang it up because it's gonna bother me if i didn't finish it yeah. and then i'll and up fishing or finishing it this painting has been hanging here since March and i just can't do it it's staring at me and i know it'll be so good when i finish it but it's like oh so maybe when I finish this one then I'll start posting everything on right. Insta.
0: Why can't you finish it? I
1: don't know. I'd be sitting here staring at it and I'm just like it has so much potential. But I'm just I'll like I'll distract myself by starting a new painting.
0: What's the yeah. what's the color palette you're using for that one?
1: Uh I'm still doing like dark blues. I have some pinks and like reds, like like the saturated colors that I usually use. Okay. But I think a part of me is also like nervous to paint the alligator. I know I can do it, but it's gonna take so long. But it's not like I don't have time. I guess <laughs> you have
0: you have you have time. <laughs> I
1: have plenty of time.
0: And I one and ah can't talk. One advice I'll probably I'll, I'll throw in: use tertiary colors or secondary colors, like really like like I like going for you have a nice looking elegant background and then your your foreground is just like it just smacks you in the face of color like do a okay. ne- like do a neon green alligator Ooh okay or fluorescent like, I feel it. if you really want it to pop fluorescent Okay like like really like like play like really I, I love playing around with color and because and once I'm gonna have to get him in on the episode because she's legit the reason why I'm looking at color and um, emotions on the spectrum. Like I realize mm-hmm. black for us in the U.S. means death, but it it can mean gr- um, greed in another country. Green stands for wealth or um, envy, but it can stand for boy or something else in another country, or it can mean or it has like a emotional connotation. Like blue is no longer like i read blue is no longer the identifier in, in the identifier of boy and g- pink is no longer the identifier for um women so it's now and pink is like an identifier for like i legit forgot what pink was but blue is now blue is apparently is for like calm serene um oh pink is um is now love instead of red is for love red is now rage and hate so i was like holy fucking shit. i was like i wish i had this knowledge i know like i wish i had this knowledge when i started my semester at dominguez like it would probably my work would probably be a hundred percent different than where i'm now traveling into now um and this would be our last question before we head out mm-hmm. do you see now when you started out or do you see the shift from how you started out as an artist to where you're at now?
1: Oh, 100%.
0: 100%.
1: Especially because when I first went into art, you know, Mm -hmm. I just took the, um, I had taken the drawing class just off of a whim, you know? Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, let me take this class. You know, I was drawing because of the assignments. But, you know, when it kind of turned into, okay, you just need to meet this criteria. It doesn't matter how big the painting is. Like, you do do what you gotta do, you know. Yeah. And me having to kind of depend on myself and my skills, it's completely changed because I I value the process more, and I feel like I've I've seen, um, I've seen my progression, and I can like look back at my work and I can be like, oh yeah, like I know what I'm capable of, like I know I'm good at painting in my style of painting, and I can see how far I've come, you know. Yeah. Even mixing my work because when I first started, I was just you know, just acrylic painting, but as I took classes and I, um, I learned the different elements you can add to paintings, like, um, I remember the teacher Ruby, I forgot her last name, I want to say it's Os- Os- Osorio, she teach uh, painting too, I want to say, yeah. and she introduced the multimedia with like collage and photo transfer, mm-hmm. and I, I use that in a lot of my work as well, And that's definitely something that um, I love to do. So I've definitely been able to see everything from where I have first started,
0: yeah. Um, You're gonna have to help me with that because I haven't done photo transfer since. We'll just say I haven't done photo transfer in a minute and I'm not not adept at it anymore. So I'm gonna definitely come for you for help on that. I, I got you. I got you <laughs> And with that, thank you for coming on to the Artist Talk Of course, thank you for having me And it's great to have you on here And once again, you can catch Artist Talk um, Now, every Every other Wednesday Because we're going to space these episodes out On SoundCloud and Spotify If you're li- you incline To, like, you want to listen to more Of my voice On, for This and everything else Make sure you follow the Giant Contraband Robot on SoundCloud, Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Desi Is Dead. Um, you don't need to know why it's called Desi Is Dead. It's just it is what it is. And if you want to find find Lauren, <laughs> it's going to be Lauren Lynette or Wren on IG. I will put our social in the link of the description. And when she has an artist page. I will boost that shit. Best believe it.
1: Soon, I promise. Soon. All
0: right. And I soon appreciate you do, it. I will boost it. I always, hey. I always make sure every voice is shown and every art is shown. Even though I barely use um, social media now because I'm being silenced. I'm being silenced. <laughs> <laughs> God. With, I know. And with that, <laughs> peace.